0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our latest episode of What's Good. Greg Meskel here with you. My guest today, Kenneth Farrow, running back, experiencing the NFL, AAF, XFL. Kenneth, thanks for stopping by and spending some time with us.
1: No problem, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having okay, me So
0: on. I thought about you immediately during this time where everything is shut down and no one knows what their schedule is because you're always talking about grind with a purpose. And I feel like we're all trying to figure out what is our purpose right now and how do we appropriately grind?
1: So
0: I know that's also your foundation, but tell me first, how are you staying purposeful right now?
1: Yeah, man. Um, You know, that's definitely kind of the model that we've kind of taken on. You know, it's kind of something we live by. And uh, it's been cool, man. You just kind of find opportunities that come up in this time. Uh, My little brother actually just moved from Dallas-Fort Worth to Houston. So – we're doing some training with some kids uh, um, out here just trying to get them right. Um, you know, they don't have summer workout programs and all of these things going on. So we're trying to find the best way possible to kind of keep these kids going during this time um, to be able to continue their you know, athletics and stuff like that. So that's kind of what my days have mostly been filled with, uh, you know, training my little brother and, you know, reaching out to these kids and, and making sure that they're all okay you know, from our foundation and things like that. So
0: so many people during this pandemic refer to the time away from the sport they love. It almost feels like an injury. It was an injury to you that kind of gave you the time to jump into this grind with a purpose years back and really focusing on that middle school age group, right? Sixth, seventh, eighth grade. First part of it, how does this compare to being injured? Is it, is it a similar feeling when you can't do the thing you want to do?
1: Um. Uh, no, I don't think so. This is a little bit different, man. I don't think anybody's kind of quite gone through this. Uh, you know, usually you got NBA going on right now and, you know, there's nothing there. And um, so everybody's kind of on lockdown and trying to figure out and even going forward, guys are, you know, are we going to have a season going forward? You know, what I mean, things like that. So um, I think this is a little bit different, man. Everybody just kind of on the, on, the, on the waiting table to see what's going to be the next move and trying to just stay prepared for, you know, what everybody thinks is going to be coming next. So definitely a little bit different.
0: And just think back to when you started grind with a purpose, and and you're and you're having that time when you're unable to compete. What was it that led you to kind of want to start that, and 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 why did you target that specific age group of kids to try and help and have an impact on?
1: Yeah, so um, going back to that time uh, when I was going through my ankle surgery, um, you definitely have a a sense of kind of uh, some mental uh, roadblocks that come along with any type of injury, especially when it's, you know, something, you know, that's requiring six to six or more months out, you know, I mean not being able to move or anything like that, uh, How you usually do. Um, One of the things that we really honed in and focused on was, um, you know, how can we, how can we kind of make the most of that time that, you know, I had usually you don't have a period where you're in a, NFL season and you just get to completely kind of walk away from you know I mean be be alone for a second but um so we really sat down and and really started to think some of the things that I went through growing up some of the things that my 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 partner Trey Greenberry went through growing up and Deontay their brothers um we kind of really thought back and what was those times where we were growing up where it was like hey there's this fork in the road You kind of go right or left and what people influenced our lives to be able to make us kind of walk in those right steps to get to where, you know, we were all eventually wind up meeting that in college and things like that. Um And so it was always, it was coaches. It was, you know, my dad, it was those people that kind of were influential in that circle to kind of keep you focused. And um so I think that's why we picked that sixth to eighth grade group. Um It's right before you get to high school. It's right before, um, you know the influence has come you got your own car you can do things you want so um, really just trying to tap into them and, and hammer down some of the some of the habits and some of the characteristics that kind of lead them um, away from some of those negative roadblocks that they might find themselves going on uh, down the road um, just without that type of guidance so that was our biggest that was our biggest focus and uh, it's been cool man we got to sit down and kind of reflect we're pulling up some of our original groups right now and kind of getting back, uh, getting back with them and, you know, reaching out to them and things like that. So we've had like about 75 kids, you know what I mean? So looking back at it, it's been awesome, man, to be able to kind of play a little part in each one of those kids' lives.
0: What's that feeling like when, when you can look back at one of those earlier groups or even a current kid you're working with now and, and you can see a small little decision that they made for the better? How does that make you feel?
1: It's huge. I think I think, you know, there's so many tangible things, materialistic things that we kinda get caught up in and the world we live in today and to be able to just see those things that, you know, don't you don't buy and you don't have to go out and look for and you just kinda see it uh in a kid, you know what I mean, whether it be decisions he's making or just the way he carries himself or whatever the case may be, um, I don't think I don't think there's anything much more you can do um here on the you know, with the time that you have other than being able to leave an imprint on somebody to, you know, hopefully better that whatever path they they may go down. Uh, It was cool. Our March 7th game, when we played at University of Houston, that's when we had some of our original kids there, Um, sixth graders that were now eighth graders, eighth graders now going into 10th, 11th grade, things like that. So um, being able to have them at the game, um, that was pretty cool, pretty special.
0: Talking with Kenneth Farrow, running back time in the NFL, a variety of leagues. You look back to your last couple of years here, and it, and it has to be a little frustrating. It has to have tested your patience a bit. You get into the AAF, you're on the Commanders, that league folds. You're in training camp with the Dolphins, did not make the final roster. You're in the XFL, that league with everything coming to a halt. This is a time where everyone's resiliency is being challenged. How do you stay positive and get ready to, to get back to it and keep working on your dream?
1: Yeah. You know, that's one of the, one of the biggest things that I think um, you have to learn. Um, and whether it's a football journey, whether it's, you know, journalism, whatever you're doing in life is, is patience. You know what I mean? You're going to be in situations and opportunities are going to come up and um, you know, you kind of, it's up to you to make the most of them, but, and a lot of times, you know, there's, there's outside circumstances, outside things that you can't control. Uh, one of the things that I think, Um, Has helped me be able to kind of keep my mind clear and and keep pressing forward. Was um, just that being able to control what I can control and um, just know that when the right opportunity comes and the right situation comes, that you know it'll lay out and uh, you'll be ready for that through you know preparation and and the things that you've done uh, up to that point. Um, But yeah, it's been it's been it's been the up and down man, it's been a roller coaster the, the folding leagues, the bankrupt, all kinds of crazy stuff some stuff you couldn't even make, think of to make up. So, um, but yeah, man, just staying positive, um, keeping that end goal in mind and just kind of staying present, um, day to day. That's kind of been, you know, what's gotten me through it.
0: You've, you've been in a couple of NFL training camps. I've done the preseason thing, whether it's chargers, or as we mentioned most recently dolphins, I think it's one of those things where a lot of times you can, you can do all the things you're supposed to do. And like you said, there might just be outside forces, they just don't need another running back or there's someone else under contract. How do you go into those moments and try and make yourself as valuable as possible? What's that mentality like? You have a short window of time where you're trying to prove your worth and you're trying to, you know, convince someone that you belong. What's that process been like for you?
1: Um, you know, it definitely took, like I said, like I said, patience. I think that's one of the biggest things I had to be patient to kind of realize that that situation, you know, I'd get into situations and feel like, come out of the situation feeling like, okay, that was that was the best I've played so far in my career. And, you know, you're sitting at home. Um, so I think one of the biggest things was um, just being able to stay level-headed through those things and really being able to kind of step outside of the situation and see my growth and see where I'm at as a player, where I'm at, you know I mean, in that particular situation. I think one of the cool things for me is I went to the Alliance uh, play really well. I was coming off an of ankle surgery. Um, and some of these things that, you know, you, you have such a setback, like an ankle surgery, had a shoulder blade surgery. And uh, to kind of know where I started when that thing happened to see the progress of me being able to get back to do what I do at a high level, um, that's always good. And then, like I said, being able to step outside of the situation and see, okay, here's where I was last year and here's where I am now. And you can. And that's the cool thing about football, man. The film doesn't lie. You can throw it on there. You can see it. You can see where you progress, things that you've gotten better at. And so I think that's the thing for me, man. Just always, every time I step out there, am I better than the last time I was out there? And I think that's kind of what's kept me going, um, just elevating your game.
0: I imagine that's 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 probably part of the message to share with some of the younger kids you work with, too. But how how important in general is it to to kind of have those measuring sticks and to be able to – to chart your progress and to see that you, that maybe even though you aren't achieving ultimately your end goal today, you are making progress towards where you want to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that. You said it right on right on cue. What we tell them is, hey, you got a goal that's out there. You have a vision of something you want to attain, and um, it's all about the steps forward. Uh, you know, because in life, that's anything. It's going to be the journey that gets you there that you're going to remember the most. You kind of get there, and boom, it's happening. Um, we always tell them make sure that that step is a step forward, not a step backward. So um, that's it, man. You just you go out every time you get an opportunity like that. You put your best foot forward. You make sure you're prepared to be able to put your best foot forward. And, um, you know, the rest kind of handles itself and you just roll with it.
0: How much do the positive moments kind of increase your hunger? So you have this great <clears throat> run with the commanders. You're playing well in the XFL. <clears throat> you You have these moments where you've worn the NFL jersey, where you've been in the mix. I feel like the closer you get to something, the you know the more of a taste you get, the more you want it. How does it increase your hunger
1: definitely um it's always it's always a situation where it's like I've been there, you know what I mean, I've been there, uh, I've made it happen before, and I've had some major setbacks to overcome and get back to the point where you know playing ability to where I was before it happened, and um uh, and those have been big things, too. You know what I mean? I My rookie year, it was – I came in and fractured my shoulder blade like the first preseason game. I had a crazy car wreck. You know I mean? All kinds of stuff going on that my rookie season and was still kind of being able to be out there. Um, so, just kind of looking back at that, that, that's something that kind of fueled me to keep going after my rookie year, especially. It's like, hey, I was out there like at maybe 40%. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, looking back at those things and being able to just – you know know that I put in so much work to overcome some of those setbacks and kind of get to where I'm at healthy playing fast again and things like that that's always something that has kept me going and you know I've said it you know multiple times until the wheels fall off you might as well keep going you know I mean it's such a short window that us athletes have to play this career and have this career so um yeah, man, it's, it's been it's been it's been a roller coaster, but I think that's what most everything in life is going to be. And I think that's why sports is such a great teacher of all the lessons in life, because sports is a, is a much more tangible thing. It's like you get hurt. Boom, you're set back and you have to do these things to get back on track. So, um, yeah, man, it's fun, man. It's all it's, it's all been fun. It's all been, you know, every every setback has been a huge lesson for me. So, um, yeah, man, sports is, you know, one of the greatest teachers, I think, for the youth
0: nobody continues to to keep chasing after uh their dream like you do if you don't have some big goals in mind what what does it look like ideally for you two years down the road five years down the road have you have you imagined that what what getting to where you ultimately want to be looks like
1: yeah man i think um obviously football has been it's been crazy the last two years you you know what i mean you get in to some leagues and they fold um and then now with the everybody's not sure if nfl is even gonna have fans there and kind of what's going on uh i think right now it's been it's been good because some of the stuff that we do with you know the kids and and training them and things like that and outside of the foundation work it's kind of giving me a chance to kind of get caught up that and kind of solidify some of those things so uh, which is also in the same breath keeping me in shape and keeping me doing what I need to be doing. So uh, right now, man, I'm just kind of taking it day by day. It's been fun. I, I get to work on my craft every day, and I also get to teach these younger kids that want to be in the shoes that I've been, you know, walk walk the path that I've been able to do. Um, I get to be with them every day and kind of give them all the things that I've learned. So uh, I think, you know, right now everything's so up in the air. Um, I think that's all – anybody's really doing is how can I you know become better at what I do so when things get back to regular maybe you have some new talents or some new facets to add to whatever it is that you do so that's kind of what I've been on man just you know like I said taking it day by day working on working on my craft still and you know I think end goal is I got about three or four more years left and you know wind up on another roster and you know right out into sunset after that so <laughs> been a long it's been a long journey.
0: (laughs) Well you know the grind continues continues. It's impressive stuff. What 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 you do isn't easy and all the things you've had to overcome, uh that's that's something to be proud of, you know, even if it doesn't end up uh exactly the way you want it to go. You you're also, as you've talked about, setting an example. So you're becoming a role model for younger people. I'm curious, is there someone that was your role model as you were coming up or even now someone that you look at sports or otherwise that you really like the way they carry themselves and you pattern yourself after what they do?
1: Oh man, there's so many people. Uh, I was blessed to have, you know, um, uh, just a lot of support growing up. My dad was my uh, peewee coach from age five to about 12, 12 years old. And then even, even my other coaches surrounding, you know, him, um, uh, Coach Justin, Coach Flood. I mean, I could go Coach Stanford, my high school coach. You know, it was always it was always those people in the football world that definitely uh, just kept me focused, man. Um, you see a lot of kids kind of stray away because they don't have somebody to hammer in that belief that that kid can make it happen at whatever he wants to do. So, I mean, throughout my life, whether my dad was coaching me or was somebody else, they kind of always saw what I had, you know, potential that I had, and they were always dropping gems on me, you know what I mean? to kind of keep me focused and and walking that right path to get to where I wanted to go. So uh, yeah, man, too many to name really. Uh, uh, Especially, you know, looking back as you get older and and kind of in retrospect, looking at, you know, some of the things, some of the things that people did for you. And and it becomes, you know, a a larger token of appreciation once you're kind of older and you kind of look at it in hindsight. So, so many people, man.
0: Outside of football, outside of the foundation, anything else you've gotten into during this, Quarantine time something new a new a new skill a new hobby something else for fun
1: Oh, uh, man, we we started out my me and my wife started out with doing painting So we did a little acrylic painting. I did one and then she's kind of taken off from there And I've kind of you know, I mean floated into the to the training world getting the kids right and things like that But uh, <laughs> that was kind of cool little cool little first time. I painted a little picture first first time painting So that was pretty fun um, other than that, man, yeah, we've just been, been coming up with ways to get these kids, you know, in the best situation they can be for not having any type of summer workouts and stuff like that. So it's been fun.
0: That's excellent. Well, we had every, every conversation with three questions. Kenneth Farrell will ask you these three. It is, what's something you've done for yourself lately? What's something you've done for someone else lately? And what's something that literally made you laugh out loud, like you were hysterical laughing recently so the first one is what's what's something you've done for yourself lately and it can be kind you know kind of a selfish thing you hear about self-care all that stuff but something you did that was just good for you
1: um I think just with everything going on uh it's kind of forced everybody to kind of have a little bit more downtime so uh kind of slowing down slowing down a little bit uh especially you know we go from mid-season playing to straight okay no more season and straight into workouts and stuff like that i think uh i think that time off uh that transition was kind of good for me i kind of took some time just stayed at home um spent a lot of time with my wife you know uh so yeah like you said just kind of self-care man just took a little bit of time off through all that stuff
0: and then what's something that you've done for someone else recently
1: let's see um man we've been doing a lot um i think i would i would say the uh the training man we've, we've gotten a lot of kids that you know weren't sure if they're gonna have summer programs and stuff like that uh we've been working out a lot of kids and things like that um and i think that's been good for them to be able to get outside of the house and, and do something um so that that's definitely number one man i get to see these kids every week and, and train with them and you know they're all excited last time they saw me i was playing on tv so uh, to be able to get out there and train with them, that's been really fun. I think they've enjoyed that.
0: And lastly, what's something that just made you break up laughing in the last couple of weeks or anything recent you can remember?
1: Uh, let's see, Dennis Rodman last night <laughs> in the <laughs> last in the last dance. Dennis Rodman skipping out on practice to go to WrestleMania. That was uh, I, I had a good laugh at that.
0: What happens in 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 an, in an NFL situation? if anybody leaves an important practice just to go do something else for fun?
1: And show up on WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it was funny because I was talking about yesterday. I was like, man, look, this is – we're talking about a whole different world in the 1990s than it was today. I mean, you know, I had the social media and the Twitter and Instagram. I was like, you probably snuck away, and it wasn't a big deal until so it was on TV. I was like, now, as soon as you hop on a flight, it's over with. So – uh it was definitely they lived in a in a kind of different dynamic uh sports worldwide but that was that was pretty funny
0: yeah you hear about people having you know superstars on certain teams have special rules i don't know anyone that had it set up like dennis rodman where he could do that he, he could he could go to vegas for a couple of days to hang out and everyone yeah. just kind of dealt with it
1: <laughs> rebound and party <laughs> that's what it made it sound like the last dance you know that was that was a good documentary
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Kenneth, really appreciate the time, appreciate everything you're doing, and uh, looking forward to seeing you back out on the field real soon.
1: No doubt. I appreciate it.